The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. And we're rolling. Oh, boy. Woo, dog. What's up, buddy? Oh, taking a little sip. Taking a little sip. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, man. What an uh, antagonistic world. Dude. <laughs> yeah, brother. How are you doing, man? Do we lean towards uh, going just like ditch it and go full positivity? Or do we talk about any of it? Or do we save it for a regular episode, you know? How I do say we-, we just... I say we just get into it, man. This is a bonus episode. It doesn't have to be all Q's and A's. It's bonus content regardless of what we do, but it's a crazy fucking weekend, man. I was just thinking about this. You asked me how I'm doing. I'm fucking furious, and I'm a white guy who's had almost no prejudice held against him, (laughs) and I'm fucking furious. Imagine what others in our society must be feeling. Yeah, I mean, for... Anyone who doesn't know, it is, uh, what's today's date? March, April, May 30th? Ha, I forgot the whole damn month, buddy. <laughs> I forgot. March? Is it, are we still saying March? I looked at a watch. Uh, like, I looked at a watch that you have to wind, and because like, like, there's no point to wear a watch. I don't have to keep time. But last time I wound it was St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that was a date that's left on it. it was, uh, two and a half months oh, ago from a, my one yeah. favorite watch that I was wearing. Yeah, two and a half months since you've needed to know what time it is. Yeah, I, I, I finally ske- I finally scheduled something, and uh, the guy's like, oh, how about June 9th? I'm like, what the fuck's June 9th? I'm like, oh, it's like a, a week and a half. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah. But anyway. It's up on you. Yeah, so. What uh, where, crazy, where, crazy pan- past few days. Pandemic, fucking riots against the police. Uh, that people may try to turn into a race. It's not. A, a, that's, I think I put a, up today, I was like, I was trying to remember, I'm like, wait, what, which guy, I, I couldn't remember which black guy got murdered by cops from which city, and immediately the yeah. fact that I couldn't remember which was which, I'm like, disgusting. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> wait, was this mm-hmm. guy, which guy was here, and the other guy was over there? No, that was a lady, and then they put the guy in jail for defending his home as a legal gun owner, and the NRA, I, I don't know if they made any statement about that. <clears throat> oh, dog. I mean, I mean, watching this footage, this protest footage, like, when's the last time our country's been this frayed? <clears throat> I don't know, man. Fer- I mean, Ferguson. Yeah. Which was uh, six years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. I, uh, well, and, you know, I'd, like the easy thing is, well, look, at they're just using a chance to loot and riot and stuff. And so, like, some people are. Which is why it's like, all right, I... I've, I was reading something about, like, you know, the, the, the Killer Mike speech was pretty... A uh, good, a good listen to. I just watched that uh, right before we started here. Okay, man, I I got nothing but love for Killer Mike. Like he, yeah, he's uh, 
he's honed in. He he knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like really, like all right, thoughtful, not inciting. Like all right, let's look at like why. Like just they just talked about like systematic racism and how you know police more often than not tend to te- uh, treat uh, black people and, and other minorities. And uh, I man, I I spun my wheels so much on this shit earlier today. I don't even know how to articulate. What's what? I, I I definitely don't feel like the the like the fuck all cops mentality is productive. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, but I do feel like man, you the uh, the entire way like uh, the way police are trained need to be. Uh, yeah. I think needs overhaul. I get fuck them as a whole, you know, as as a one body. Fuck the police. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, obviously, not 100% of cops are bad, but I, I get the, um, dude, I get the frustration. Like, well, because in, in this case specifically, and I mentioned this last week on the regular episode, but this, isn't, this wasn't one of those gray areas where, oh shit, I thought he had a gun, but it turned out it was a cell phone. And I thought he was shooting me, so I shot first, and now he's dead. Dude, you just sat on his fucking neck for no fucking reason. He was already in cuffs, and you had three men on top of him. This there's this was so avoidable. That was a, that was a murder. It was a murder. So avoidable. And and the three guys who didn't. I, they, the thing I read was the oh like if you got a. If you got a hundred cops and ten of them are bad and ninety of them are good, but the ninety of them don't talk about you know don't do something about the ten, yeah. then you got a hundred bad yeah. cops. True. Yeah. So you got to stop worrying about protecting your own and do you want to do what's right? You're a cop. You, you uh, uh, I'm thinking you joined the police force to do what is right in the world. Yeah. And justice. That means turning in shitty cops. But, I mean, mm-hmm. what are we, we're sitting here saying the same shit everybody else is. Unless yeah. the way, I, I guess the way, unless the way they're trained and taught, like, as reading stuff, like, it was my whole day today. I'm, I feel bad that I'm not silly or feeling silly right now. It's hard to feel silly right now. Yeah. I'll get there. But <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not like a wake up and who fun days. I, I ran it. I, I chased it away the last three days. I got bike rides in the last three days, but even those didn't add up to <laughs> being able to read the news and not get fucking uh, frustrated about the feeling society's unraveling right now. And well, it really comes down to just empathy, just having the ability to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like, and I'll admit, think think of all the nonsense that. I've complained about on this podcast. Think of how thick-headed and stubborn and right I have to be most of the time, even as something as minuscule as somebody fucking up my takeout order yeah. or somebody using my trash can when they shouldn't. You know, it's a, it's it's a it, and it's in me. It's in my nature. It's in most of our nature to be frustrated and want to lash out and respond when we feel like we're being wronged. Mm-hmm. Now, ima- imagine. Your friends and family are getting murdered by the police. Oh, yeah. I mean, just imagine how much that's magnified. So, yeah, no fucking shit that they're angry and they're, they're looting. And I feel I'm hesitating because I don't want to say they're, they are. But the protesters. 
and whoever well, they may be. Like, look but at, I'm saying no shit. Stop looking at the same group, too. They're angry. Right? Like, yeah. The looters might just be taking advantage of a situation. Stop saying that the protesters are the looters, but the protesters yeah, are the rioters. I think the fact that yeah. they're getting lumped into the same group of people is, you know, is the problem. It's like it's like calling a whole football team the rapists. You know, you can't mm-hmm. just do that because some of them are just there to uh, to play ball. That was that was my, my attempt at a joke. <laughs> See how I didn't really I really said it more. Oh man! Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, fuck us, huh, buddy? <sighs> Yeah, I got into it with somebody. Like, I, 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 I put something up about, like, some of that. Like, just, and obviously, the, the, oh, the complaints about Trump are just like, if nobody, we're not turning anybody, like, oh, I never thought of him bad that way. No, I do dislike him. But just, just the reaction to this versus reaction to <clears throat> armed white dudes walking into a Capitol building and shutting down the yep. government. And then so, and so, cause yeah. one guy's like apples and oranges, man, that was a peaceful protest. You walk into a, anywhere with a, a loaded weapon and demand something, whether, where, whether that gun's pointed at somebody or not, that's not peaceful. That's not peaceful. That's riddled with intimidation and threat. Hold a fucking sword, hold it down. Don't hold it up, but hold a fucking sword and tell somebody, Hey, I want a free Coke right now. Go into a restaurant. Yeah. I want a free Pepsi and hold a fucking sword. Great point. That's not peaceful. Uh-uh. So, uh, anyway, I think I am going to... Uh, I, I got to read more about it. This is where I'm spouting off something, but I'm angry. And I, whatever, man. People can check me on it if they want. I think, uh, what is it, the Socialist Rifle Association? It's like the the... Uh, mm-hmm. response to the NRA. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like uh, g- gun owners that don't have their heads up their ass. So I think I'm going to join a Socialist Rifle Association even though I don't own a firearm. Uh, but That's I think after great pandemic idea. lifts, that might be a thing. Because uh, uh, apparently all they demonstrate is like, I, I, hey, if you show up with loaded weapons, you get what you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Really? Cool. Once again. All right. Minorities and marginalized people. Get your leak, get your fucking firearms certificate, whatever you got to get, and start taking to the streets. Imagine, imagine if the very first protest after George Floyd's death was 300 black dudes with bulletproof vest and AR 15s. <clears throat> yeah. Point, point, pointed at the ground. Imagine the response. I was, uh, compared to the nonsense, and and also the difference being, those people are protesting for something a little more significant than I want to go back to Olive Garden and get my hair cut. Yeah, and even I know the reopen to government was more than just that. It's like we need like people of need course. to work. I understand that, but you you took over a government building, armed and shut down the government, and the president of the United States are like, hey, these people are just being peaceful. They just want to like. They got. They proved. They, they proved they got their way with weapons. What president does that set up for everybody else? I guess get your legal, get your legal firearms, you know, certificate, and uh, fucking get out there. And uh, now they're now you got war in the streets. I was, so, some other. There's actually an article from uh, a conservative 
website that was about how like and it was like the, the headline caught me and then i realized it was a conservative website it was like maybe we should stop letting the police have access to military grade uh gear yeah and it was about how that can you know what does that say when you got it was it was great because like the like the military they need to be separate the military is there to protect you from the enemy and the police are there to serve and uh, you know service the community now when the police start looking like the military it seems like the people they're supposed to protect now start looking like the enemy and all these mm-hmm. other phrases like when when all you have is a hammer every problem looks like a nail yeah but it, it got me. It was just like, it was just saying like that. It was then it was people chiming in. Granted, you take what you want out of the fucking comments. But it was true enough. But people that were, had concealed carry, and one guy's like, "I stopped doing it because it changes your attitude on how you feel about your surroundings." Uh huh. When you're walking around, going like, "Oh, you're way more tense and a little more jumpy about what might be this, what might be that. What if I use it the, incorrectly?" That was one guy's opinion on it. But I thought it was kind of insightful. That he was admitted, like, oh yeah, walking concealed carrying instead of some tough guy shit. He's like, yeah, this affected the way I viewed the world, and I did not like it. It added to a level of anxiety and stress that I shouldn't have if I'm going to walk around with a loaded firearm. Yeah. So, oh, oh boy. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. So says our leader. Chop that fucker's head off, man. He threatened his own citizens on Twitter, by the way. How ironic that he did it on Twitter a few days after the whole bullshit about the fact-checking. Like, the leader of the free world threatened his own citizens. That's a threat. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. Property's more important than life, according to him. This is our president. And I know, I know it's redundant to talk about all the things that he's fucked up. But also, at the same time, the, the, my retort to that argument is, like, <laughs> we can't pretend that this is okay and normal. Just because he says something fucking ridiculous every day, I get that it's exhausting to address that. But at the same time, this is not okay for this type of behavior from a fucking president. I think... He makes me want to fucking vomit. I think we're at, like, the holiday... That this country's gonna have when that dude fucking dies. Like that, like that is a day of celebration. Like I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying every murder, day I'm not saying murder, I'm just saying, shit. but I think like, like, you know, there's monuments to presidents. Like imagine like what, like his great, yeah. we're going to have to bury him at sea, like fucking Osama <laughs> bin Laden. So, so we don't yeah. have uh, like w- whatever member of the secret service or armed services just scraping shit off his tombstone every morning. <laughs> he's not, he's going to be in some like fucking cheese dick gold casket at the top of his corny high rise. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm letting anger get in the way of uh, good times. I don't like it when anger rips me off like that. Mm. Um, it's uh, anyway. Uh, the good people of the Boogie Monster, please take care of each other. Please be nice. Uh, if you disagree with our views, you are welcome to fuck off. <laughs> uh, we ain't keeping you here. There ain't a lock on the fucking door. Piss off. Uh, oh, God. <laughs>
I mean, disagree. <laughs> disagreement's fine. Discussion's fine. That dude that got into it with yeah. me on Instagram it was fine. It just went back for. He's like, well, it's apples and oranges. One was people. I'm like, no fucking way. You're like, like I said, it's the same thing I was saying. You, you're lumping in uh, like looters with the rest of the protest. So you're taking that percentage with the rest of the protest. Now you can apply the same thing I said about cops. If the protesters aren't stopping the ten percent that are looters, then are all a bunch of bad people. But that's not how it works. I'm like, I came up with a phrase that I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, you don't get. You pressurize anger enough, you're not going to get a diamond at the end. It's uh-huh. not the anger is not something that uh, you're rewarded with if you uh, subject it to long, <laughs> enduring pressure. It just explodes, which is what you saw. We watched a cop murder somebody, and then it took him days to be like, "Oh, I, I guess we should arrest him." If you would have done that that day, if it was like, oh, yeah, okay, it's nine minutes, that's murder. If cops would have acted like cops towards the murderer, that mm-hmm. would have been okay. Not okay, but fucking, I think you would have seen a lot of this shit stop. And if, uh, what am I doing, man? Well, and they better file charges on those other three dipshits. There was two other guys holding George down and that other dipshit who just stood there with that stupid look on his face like i don't know what to do like those assholes need charges as well and while we're at it that amy cooper whoever the fuck that lady was in central park who called the uh police because the black guy trying to threaten her even though he didn't he just asked her to there's a charge called false report of a crime you can't just use some. I'm not. I didn't make this up. I wish I could take credit for this. Somebody said white folks need to stop using nine one one like customer service. But you yeah. can't just call the police and make up a lie involving a crime. Like no, that's a, that's a crime. She needs to be charged. Fuck her. This trigger finger for nine one one. Yeah. Like ugh. Fuck you, lady. Seriously, she need. They need to press charges. That's that's false report of a crime. That guy did not threaten her life. You're just a privileged, entitled white lady. Well, even that dude had to be like, "All right, stop threatening her life," because <laughs> everybody's like, "Fuck this lady." What do you like? I I, no. I, 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 I hate getting to the point where I'm like, "Oh man, I just get this cut bait mentality." Like, fucking, all right, fine, yeah, everything sucks. Burn it all down. Fuck you guys, Costa Rica. Here I come. Learning comedy in Spanish, like what? I don't know what. <laughs> I I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on like all right. Here's the charities, like the the Minnesota mm-hmm. Freedom Fund is the one that I was like, all right, here, like plug that on social media instead of bitching. Here's the thing. Here's where you could put money to a good use. And even then, fucking twat showing up in the comment section. I'm just deleting it. No response. Just, you want to fuck go somewhere else. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Please. God damn it. I want to lose fans that are assholes. Please. If you disagree, if you don't like my views, fuck all the way off. Yeah. This dangling of like, I, well, Kyle, are you really, I used to like you, but good thing. Fuck off. Move on with your life. Find somebody else. Your fucking these you, aren't, your fucking support isn't a goddamn trophy to me. These aren't fine little points either. This is big picture shit. Yeah, I'm you know I'm saying there's there's room to disagree with the details, mm-hmm. but the big picture shit really if you if you don't see a problem with what happened, then fuck off. We, we don't need to be friends or fans or what the fuck ever. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
honestly, if I, if, if all of us, if I said that and all of a sudden I lost 90% of my, my fan base, I would wonder what I was saying before to attract that many people like that. True. I would be upset True. with myself. And I'm also, I mean, I don't want to just do liberal pandering either. Yeah. I mean, that's not what I'm trying to do. It's just where I, where I, where I feel, man. I feel like this isn't some, you know, white guilt type shit. This is just, ah, man, I, I, I would like to live in the country yeah. that I see a lot of great things in, but some massive flaws that will only be uh, fixed a lot of overhaul in some uh, in the, in, the, in uh, the departments of authority, and uh, with mm-hmm. uh, uh, just but every regular citizens getting their heads out of their asses. Oh. And that's the thing. Neither one of us, neither one of us, are are overly political. Like ninety percent of my stand up is about biscuits and farts. Yeah, you know, man, it's not like this is this is my brand. I'm saying this shit is so out of control and so pervasive. Even dumb fucks like me can't be silent about it anymore. Well, yeah. that's how pervasive this bullshit is in our society right now. And it's like, yeah, we live we live in a a, a major city, a diverse major city. It's easy to not see some of these things when you know you're back in the burbs or in a you know when your community is. Predominantly black, predominantly white, predominantly Latino. You know, mm-hmm. you guys got more localized uh, focus. Ah, fuck, man! I don't know, dude. What do you? What do you? You want to do uh, fun shit? This we can't. We can't make that. This can't be the bonus. This can't. We'll start the bonus episode in five minutes, but we can't say like, "Oh, thanks for the Patreon money." By the way, if you don't like us, go fuck yourself. This should definitely be the free. This should be free. I'm gonna say this one's got. I would, hey, thanks. Give me four bucks now. Why don't you kiss my asshole with your open mouth? I can't, I can't justify making this one to Patreon. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. What a, what a good point. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, did anybody see any ghosts or some shit this week? What happened out there, man? Anybody see a... <sighs> All right, what if we gather ourselves and we answer some questions? We could still salvage this. We're 20 minutes in. All right, we can just make this the regular one. Hell, I we don't can, give a shit. We can talk. Yeah, we can. We can get. Yeah, I would feel bad if this is the Patreon content that people <sighs> pay for. We can get to that after this. Uh, let me tell you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. I don't. I, I'm not prepared. I don't have anything. We're never prepared. Uh, you can't <laughs> say that like that's a problem. <laughs> you can't say that like that's ever been an uh, issue in the five years of this fucking show. <laughs> Yeah, I always at least have a vague idea of what I want to bullshit about. Well, fuck it. Let's. I I, I was going to uh, research this angle, um, but I you know I thought we were doing the the bonus today. But anyway, what the fuck is going on? I'll go ahead and I, I I'm not educated on this topic, but other than the little bit of news clips I've seen, what the fuck is going on with the St. Paul police officer? Who was dressed up like a protester? Who started the uh, vandalism at the AutoZone? What's up with that? Is they, that a fucking cop? I didn't see anything where like they that they knew he was a St. Paul 
protest. They're just like, this guy is suspect. And that's as far as no, I, I think, uh, I think his ex wife, uh, or his wife or his ex wife, uh, outed him. It's like, Oh shit, that's my ex husband. And he's a St. Paul, Minneapolis, uh, police officer. That's it. See, this is the problem with conspiracy theories. Now, like now, well, is the ex-wife a plant just to undermine true the guy? Like, it's this. There's some real spy versus spy shit. But the fact that the picture was that dude fully covered, and then the like apparently from the picture it looked like like what he painted was the uh, f- free stuff for everybody zone is what he painted uh-huh. on the auto zone as a as a, as a boy. What a looter! But if I, I like, that's the most. Fucking go in there and pretend to be something you know nothing about. Phrase, yeah. Like also, you had the yeah. time to paint. Like, how can I get people to get uh, get at the auto zone? Ah, free stuff. I'll make a pun in the middle of fucking violent riot. You you had time to spray yeah. paint a a pun that wasn't just pure anger. You wrote a, a funny thing that was also not fuck the police. It wasn't like. It was only. It was basically, like, "Hey, everybody, come and get it!" Like an antagonistic mm-hmm. phrase. Uh, so yeah, Oakland I, News. I, Oakland News now is reporting St. Paul cop Jacob Peterson posed as a protester and smashed windows during George Floyd protest. Uh, let's see, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Uh, that's the only details they're now, providing right now. And now but, you got to decide: Did he do that because? Uh, like instigated by the police, or he's like, I'm going to help my side. Like, I'm going to start, you, like, again, like, stoke this whole fucking looting thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, boy. It's, yeah, I think the conspiracies I've been hearing floating around are that uh, these agitators or instigators or whatever you want to call them are planted by the police or by somebody in government to create a response mm-hmm. to do something that that uh, the police can now respond on and in the in the meantime also blame it on black people <clears throat> oh yeah that's the easy but go like, to is yeah blame blame it on black people let's start that one let's get people fucking heated up about that shit <clears throat> show the picture you know what show the picture there's a the, the, well, i'm saying show the picture like we, we're still trying to video this fucking show and what uh <laughs> that's a conspiracy they don't want the truth coming out and that's why they won't that's why apple won't let me move a video from one device to another fucking trash um anyway <laughs> uh like of a cop that got separated from uh the other group of cops and it was like black dudes circling the guy to protect him. I saw that, yeah. Like, make that that the first picture you see on the news. What if you just change change the narrative and make that the one? Like, ugh. But if this Peterson dipshit was really hired or placed or whatever, if if he's not doing this on his own accord, even if he's doing it on his own accord, Mm -hmm. fuck this guy. Oh, yeah, fuck fuck, fuck. But if a police department or whomever is hiring him freelance to go in and agitate and instigate and start like 
holy shit, what a storyline. Well, now, there's been, a, there's been a lot of shit floating around about undercover cops, and I get maybe the need to have undercover cops in a protest uh, just for the purpose of maybe keeping the peace and getting an up-close view of what's going on. That's, that's one thing. But to have undercover cops or off-duty cops posing as protesters and, and creating destruction and, and literally and figuratively stoking the flames, like, fuck off. I mean, I'm just, you know what, I, I, I feel bad about some st- stuff that I posted, like, fuck this, fuck, like, I think I, was, I posted something about uh, bringing a guillotine to the White House lawn. Now, as much as I still agree with that, like, I feel like Trump wants to act like a king, let's treat him like a king, and uh, yeah. fucking behead that motherfucker. But <clears throat> I feel like I, I gotta take my own advice and maybe lean into the positives and the stuff, like, it's not easy, and it might look like we're trying to wash over the issue, but that's not the case. But uh, there was another picture that some, uh, and again, when I say somebody, I usually mean some shit I saw on Reddit. So just take, hearsay, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. We, you know who we are, and you know how we talk about shit. But it was like two armed white dudes and two armed black dudes, like, protecting a storefront. Show that one. Mm-hmm. Show that yeah. picture. That shows unity. That scares the shit out of fucking NRA members and because like oh wait look everybody can get along if they have guns and your fucking racist bullshit can go to hell like uh-huh. make those the stories you know not it's not feel good like you know like oh look who helped the other underprivileged like no it's just people getting along on the same on the same level and yeah so that, like I, I think I, I maybe I just said that out loud to encourage myself to not to stoke the flames and be like, hey, look at these people working against working together against the cops. Look at these people working against against the authority. That's the problem. It's not race. It's the, the, the authority's a problem. But if they're throwing like they said something about the the dude, the the fucking the killer, the guy who kneeled on the guy, the murderer, the cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he was part of like a, a bike gang too. That's like a motorcycle club. That's cops. Which that opens up. A whole world of mm-hmm. motorcycle gangs being connected with shit in prison and organized crime and mm-hmm. fucking cops that think they can get away with shit anyway and are also operating in a gang style outside of being police officers. That dude had a rap sheet. Like they show like how many times he's reprimanded with no consequence within the police mm-hmm. department. His wife divorced, filed for divorce now, and I wonder if that's yeah. a PR move on her part to just get away from the situation, or were you a fucking battered wife this whole time, and now that he's in jail, you finally feel safe <clears throat> to be like, oh, yeah, thank God, get me the fuck out of here. You know, which is that? Is that like, uh, is it p- either way? Uh, Crazy mm. times, fuck the cops. What are you gonna do? We're all gonna die. That song didn't rhyme, but I just—I I mean, this I is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst police brutality thing I've ever seen because, like I said before, it was so unavoidable. I would love to hear. I would love to talk to that dipshit. I would love someone to interview him and say, "Hey, uh, why? Why?" Did you sit on his neck for seven, eight, nine minutes, whatever it was? There's, if he's in handcuffs, there's absolutely no reason 
to sit on his neck that long. Now, if he's not in handcuffs and whether he, you know, whether there's charges about to come or not, whether you're going to arrest him or not, and he's fighting and whatever, yeah, you detain him if you have to. If, if you, well, if there's no charges, then you fucking walk away and leave him be. But if you're trying to arrest the guy because he committed a crime and he's fighting, yeah, you stick your neck, you stick your knee wherever you got to stick it for a couple of seconds until your buddies can grab his arms and handcuff him, and then you lift him up and you throw him in the car and, and you, you proceed forward. But the fact that they were just sitting there killing time, we're just killing time while this guy slowly dies. Well, he was in handcuffs. Pick him up and put him in the car. Yeah, like there's no way to justify this behavior. That's the point. There is zero way to justify those cops' behavior. Well, I think the justification was that he had gotten away with so much shit before. He thought he could operate without consequence, even while being videotaped. It's like, nah, I got away with shit before. I mean, what was the end game there? Like, had he not died nine minutes later or whatever, what, what, how long was he going to sit on the guy? Like, if I was that guy's sergeant, I'd, I'd, I'd show up on scene and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Is he under arrest or is he not? If he is, pick him the fuck up and throw him in the car and let's go. Mm. If he's not, cut him loose and get the fuck back in service. Like, I don't understand that. I mean, that's why I say, no hyperbole, this is the worst one I've ever seen. Because most. Police brutality involved deaths involve firearms, and there's always even though even the ones that are the most guilty, there's still some way you could possibly spin that why I had to pull out my gun and fire. But you tell me why the fuck you're going to sit on this guy's neck for nine minutes while he slowly dies when he's already in handcuffs? Like, is that just that's is that poor training? Is that what is that? When people hate cops, they think of that guy, and they've seen the version of that guy everywhere. <clears throat> Unfortunately, yeah. that version of a cop is not exceptional. Everybody's yeah. met that version of the police. Now, if you're white, you don't have to worry about shit. But not even from a moral or ethical point of view, from an intelligence point of view, what the fuck was that idiot thinking? There's ca- there's people everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. You know that he's in handcuffs. Because you know that he, two of your other buddies are sitting on him. Get what away are you thinking? It. He thought he was going to get away with it like before. Because you look, the guy's Jeez. got a rap sheet of un- unpunished, oh, unpunished like compl- like complaints against the dude. And I was even more furious the other day. And this is my mistake. This is me acting too quickly but uh that original picture it looked like his hand was in his pocket and that just sent me through the that sent me through the fucking roof if he's sitting there on the guy's neck for seven or nine minutes with his fucking hand in his pocket that really yeah people pointed out that no he's wearing a black glove but unless you look really close like it, it did look like oh is this smug motherfucker got his hand in his pocket while he's killing this guy no he had those gloves on you know for safety yeah. It's going to be safe. Ugh. Jesus yeah, fucking it's, it's, Christ. It's hard to just like put on a silly face right now. Yeah. I put yeah, it on. I mean, I put it, you were angry earlier in the week. You were, we were getting into this before we recorded last week's episode. And I was like, ah, I skipped it. I popped for just for myself. I'm like, ah, I'll skip it. And then last night today, it caught up with me. I'm like, all right, let's check it out. Like, ah. Fuck. Well, now there's the whole 
question of what can white people do to help? And I guess there's a fine line from being sincere and being condescending or naive about it. But yeah, I mean, I feel so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, white guilt's a thing. I mean, I just every black person I've seen this week, I just want in my heart, I just want to go up and apologize to them. And I know in reality, that's not how you should do it. And they would probably take offense to that. Like, fuck no, off. It's but not it's just, anymore. no, but the sentiment of like, man, I'm really fucking sorry. This is, uh, the country that we've created. I'm really sorry that you have to exist in this environment. Because it's a fucking bummer, man. Like I said earlier, like I get fucking heated over the stupidest shit. Imagine if my friends and family were getting killed unjustly by the police. You want to do I something? Just, you get yourself a Black Lives Matter T-shirt and AR-15. You go down to the protests. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm on your side. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm here to be peaceful. But as we've learned, now that that word "peaceful" with, with thick quotation marks around it means. Show up with a loaded weapon. Because that's what a president mm. called peaceful protests. So the president said it's yeah. truce. I'm being peaceful. I'm just being peaceful for the side that the cops don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But, mm. ah, yeah. Yeah, man, I, uh, shit, what was I just going to? Yeah, some fucking turd. I put up like a link to that uh, Minnesota Freedom Fund. So they're like, <clears throat> they're doing bail for anybody getting busted for protesting everything. And there's the obvious, like, well, I'm not going to get reward people for bad behavior. Go fuck yourself. Get fucked. Cram your head up your ass. And then, but then somebody <laughs> else, then somebody else is like, well, money doesn't solve problems. Like, bitch, give me all your money then. Give me yeah. all your money and go pay your bills with fucking candy canes and hand jobs. If money doesn't solve problems. <laughs> Oh, did you get your water turned off? Does that sound like a problem? How do you get it turned back on? Winking at somebody? Nah, with money, you dumb fucking cunt. (laughs) Fucking money doesn't solve problems. Shut the fuck up. Then be poor. Be poor and tell me you are happier than ever. Uh, like I said before, it's that just, just ignorant. But that's the shit I deleted right away. I'm bitching about it here, but that's the shit I'm like. I, I like. I'm typing out nine different responses. I'm like, why? No, this is what this is what people want. I can delete it. But huh, but that like I feel like that's the most uh, m- uh, militant way you can support is is get down to the protests and uh, make sure that <laughs> hey, don't worry. Hey, just like everybody else, don't worry about my skin tone. I'm here for the right reasons. <laughs> my Black Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> I hope you could read it underneath my bullet, put it over your bulletproof vest and, and, and quote unquote peacefully protest. Mm. Hey, if it work, if you can get, if you can get government buildings shut down doing that, you should be able to get what you want for other people, right? That's what was proven that if you're peaceful yeah. with a loaded weapon, you could walk into a government building and shut down your fucking government then why can't you get something less than that? That seems like the most absolute thing you can do in a country is shut down your own government without firing a bullet yet have the means to do so. Then go do it. Then, then protest that way. Everybody mm-hmm. get a legal. Well, and I guess maybe that's kind of the problem because bullshit Like you want to talk about, you know, black people getting disenfranchised. How many people just have bullshit marijuana charges? 
marijuana, shit that's yeah. legal, shit that I can go to a store and buy right now is still illegal mm-hmm. in some states, and that's going to prevent people, so if, uh, you know, well, the majority of, of, of those crimes, black people, getting a legal firearms uh, permit because of bullshit yeah. marijuana charge. Shit that I got pulled over for and had it thrown in the sewer back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm repurposing a meme here, but it uh, rings so true. The Colin Kaepernick angle, all those people that had such a fucking problem with him peacefully protesting and taking a knee during the national anthem, where are you at now? Did, are, are you equally as enraged now? Yeah. Because he, you know, and I'm sorry, patriotism or not, I'm sorry it's a fucking song about a country <laughs> that was built on the backs of poor people. And injustice. And yes, I'm, I understand my privilege of living in America. I enjoy living in America. I do. But this blind patriotism of best country in the world and how dare, how dare somebody take a knee during our silly little ceremonial song about a country that was built on the backs of slaves... How dare so? Guess what? It ain't about the fucking flag or the country or the troops. He was simply saying, hey, maybe look at how my brothers and sisters are getting mistreated by the powers that be. So what am I going to do? I'm going to shut my mouth and drop to a knee in, as a symbolic, peaceful, quiet protest. Yeah. Oh, everybody, had a, everybody was outraged over that. Mm-hmm. What an asshole. What an asshole. Guess what? That's why he was doing it, you fucking idiots. How, how dare you exercise? Yeah, peaceful pro- the right to peaceful protest. I'm sorry that black people don't respect your song, your traditional ceremonial song, as much as you do. And, uh, but maybe they've got a re- maybe there's a reason that they're fucking pissed. I, you know what? Listen, uh, there's nothing more I hate more than disrespecting the American flag, especially when I crush a 24 pack of American flag Bud Lights on my pontoon boat every Fourth of July. Fucking American flag printed on your goddamn swim trunks, but now it's a sacred garment when a black yeah. dude takes a knee for it. Yeah. Yeah. How dare he? It's all kind of fucked, man. But I, I got to try real hard for my own well-being to like, all right, what what are the solutions, man? What do we do? What do we do after being angry? You know, it's a good question. What do you do after being pissed? I guess you do something. I guess find find something to do, whether it be. And I'll admit, I've never been politically active. I'm in my own little bubble. I I work small to big. I, I handle my own shit and then work outward. But yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. I guess I should. I guess I should do something. Maybe look at. Maybe look at like if you got the money to spare. Maybe look at it as like a. Uh, like a like a like a stock market for for like a, like for for a good future, you know. Maybe like you're investing in uh, not the return financially, but if you donated to certain charities and organizations, mm-hmm. you are helping for the betterment of the future of the country you live in. Especially if you got kids. That's where I get. That's where I get mm-hmm. real fatalistic, man. Oof. No kids and whatever. Fuck it, man. Good yeah. run. It's like. <laughs> Hong Kong getting Hong Kong getting crushed because of China. I am truly not in a patriotic sense, but I'm trying. Like I, 
I, w- I would like to try and like consume less things ma- manufactured in China. Not yes, not necessarily made in the USA, but just not China because that place that uh-huh. that place it's fucked. It's, it's it's basically like you're you're like you're buying shit from like Germany right before World War Two right now. Like that's how that's yeah. how it feels to me. Like you're <laughs> like in, in five years you're gonna be like, fuck man. <laughs> Uh, all my toys have Nazi stamps on them. Like that's how it's going to feel <laughs> when the real shit comes out about China, except they're too big that everybody shits made over there. That's what I wonder about. Like all the free market capitalist dudes that are like, wow, just free market capitalism, man. You've just, you got it. Whoever figures out how to make shit for the cheapest to get the most profit. That's just the nature of capitalism. And then the, you, you get mixed in with the, Yeehaw, America first, fuckers. Fucking America, man. We've got to treat like, well, that's what happened. Was Yeehaw, Americans love this free market capitalism shit and then had all their shit made in China because it was cheaper and they made a bunch of money. I'm trying to, I'll go to Amazon to search for shit just to see, like, I need, uh, I don't know, say a dish rack and I'll see what kind of dish racks come up and then I'll find the manufacturer mm-hmm. of it and then go to that website or try to go direct to the manufacturer to like buy stuff right now. Like that's yeah, that's the effort I'm trying to I'm trying to do less buy less shit from Amazon. Where was I going with this? Oh, trying to just do better things, man. Where was I going? I I, I forgot. I'm sorry, Dave. Speaking <laughs> of China, speaking of China and manufacturing and I, you know, I'm not breaking this story, but we've all seen the MAGA hats with the Made in China tag on the inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't you think if your whole, if, if most of your whole campaign and your whole constituency is rah, rah, America, America jobs, America's the best, make America great again, don't you think maybe you would cross those T's and dot those I's and make sure your stupid fucking hat was made in America? Is, is he an idiot or an asshole? Did uh, he not think to, did they not think to make sure that that happened or do, do they not care? People aren't looking at it and the, people don't understand the scope. The tag doesn't mean anything to them. The, message the front I, says "Make America Great Again," but yet it's got a "Made in China." Uh, like, in a, in a, could you not it, at least cover your ass on that regard? You no, fucking because idiots? they're still thinking that making America great was like, "Look, we made poor Chinese people do this shit for us." Then they're shut not, the fuck up about jobs. They're not. It's you're not dealing with an intelligent foe, as we've discussed before, and hey. Just because you're not intelligent doesn't mean that like you don't have real problems in the world. But maybe you're not comprehending the uh, <laughs> larger scope of what you're screaming about. And shit, neither have we. Sometimes, Dave, we've both spouted off on this on this show about stuff and then learned later. That, yeah. Oh yeah, maybe we should have. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's that was the obvious one early on. I think David Letterman before Trump was even president, Letterman called him out. Something about like his suits being made in China after like before campaigning before anything they like, called him out on something, but yeah, uh, yeah. This is uh, we're uh, we're fucking swimming through a stain on American history, and that's the best case scenario. That that I'm saying mm-hmm. that in the hopes that we come out of it later. And I'm not saying 
uh, far left swing liberal. Listen, the best chance we got is fucking Biden. God and damn. I can't stand him either. The, yeah, the, the make, best make chance no mistake. we have is a slightly <laughs> is a slightly less worse next four years. Yeah, my my Trump hate does not equate to my Biden support. I I think he's a fucking idiot too. No, and now but, we're in a situation of like, yeah, we all wanted Bernie, and or I'm not going to say we. I, you know, he seemed like the got a great choice. I want I wanted Bernie. I'll, I'll, you can throw my name in that. A lot of people did, but uh, we we plummeted so far down that we need just a shitty foothold to climb out instead of the ideal situation, which is uh, again, you're not voting, you just have a hostage situation. That's all. You're, well, and this you're is so hostage. That's all it is. I mean, and I realize what I'm saying here is such obvious shit. You know, I'm not trying to pretend that I've got some incredibly unique ideas, but it's insane that these are our two choices. These two fucking idiots. A, a country of 300 million people. These are our two choices. Way to go. Well done. And I've heard, I mean, I, I have heard the argument against like, I, I was just like, I would just like a third choice. That's all. I would just like, mm-hmm. you know, pizza hot dogs every day. Like, give me some tacos once in a while. Uh, but you know, the countries that have 10 political parties is that you can vote whoever into office, but then because the, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the ideologies, the are winner so, has 11%. Yeah. 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 You have like much smaller slices trying to get something done. I, I you know, and it, this is, this is the frustration of, you know, not, we're not political strategists. We're not economists. We're just angry at things, and anger manifests itself in a lot of wild ways when you don't have uh, the the the, uh, the outlets to uh, deal with it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't help when somebody comes along and stokes that anger. Hence yeah. the fucking whatever his name was from St. Paul. If that's if that's real, I feel bad putting the real guy's name out there if it's not true, but. Let's, yeah. man, all right, listen, since I did hijack this and say we're not doing the Q&A for this one, mm-hmm. what do you, let's, 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 let's land it. Anything happy this week? <laughs> Anything good? Can we leave, can we put some dessert on this fucking shithole meal? Can we put a slice of pie at the end of this gruel? Let me, uh, let me brag on my fiance real quick. Do it, man, uh, do it. You know what she did, you know what she did this morning for me? Uh, all week I've been walking around with a splinter in my foot and it's, it's in a position to where I I have, uh, I don't have easy access to it myself. Imagine trying to deal with a splinter Mm -hmm. on the bottom of your foot. She worked on me for an hour and a half this morning. She did like combination foot surgery and pedicure. And she scrubbed and scraped and plucked and picked and peeled for an hour and a half. Oh, you had some straight just outpatient to, shit going on. Yeah. Oh, she she worked me over good. She had the little uh, cheese grater egg thingy. Okay. And she's rubbing all over my foot. My feet are, were a mess. I've never had a pedicure. And, you know, I'm a big guy. I put a lot of stress on my feet. So <laughs> uh, just 42 years of just... Callous grossness. Give yourself a pumice stone, man. 
Yeah, I gotta start. I gotta pay attention to that. But boy, she she just grinded me down and worked me over and buffed and scrubbed, <clears throat> and uh, then then she got out the tweezers and the toenail clip. But uh, hour and a half later, I fo- she finally got that fucking splinter uh, because without having someone else do that. Like you know, I'm not going to go to the doctor and say, "Hey, I got a splinter in my foot." No, but it's at the hard same to get the time, angle. it's hard to get the angle. Yeah, I, I I couldn't get to it. I couldn't do anything to it. You know, I, I set up a series of mirrors. You know, I'm all bent over so you're and contorted. To your own asshole. Exactly. Not easy to do. Did you? But, uh, so that <laughs> that's a good thing that happened to me today. That's and that's that. Like like romance is one thing, but when somebody's willing to do the dirty work for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like pull a hair out of your back or something. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true love right there. Like I like if the tables were turning, like, pull this giant hair out of my back, but like, babe. <laughs> that's it. That old joke about the elephant walking through the woods. Uh I was trying to figure out which parable or story that was. Was it an elephant that got a splinter stuck in him? You know what and I'm talking Who helped him? You know what I'm talking about? The joke? I do. There was some children's story or parable about a large animal having a splinter in his paw or foot. Oh, no. Yeah, but this is like there's two mice in a tree. This elephant. Like, I, I, like I'm, I, I'm just going to butcher it right now. Butcher it. Because I okay. don't remember how it works. There's like a parable about it, about an elephant. But then also the joke is about there's two mice and they see the elephant and the one mouse says, uh, "One mouse says to the other mouse, I'm going to fuck that elephant.'" And the mouse is like, "Oh, whatever, man." And so the mouse gets up there and throws the tail to the side and just starts going to town on this elephant right at the same time, <laughs> right at the same time that this other, the other like the tiger helped the elephant get the thorn out of its, out of its uh, hoof there, of its big elephant uh-huh. foot, you know. It's right when the tiger pulled the thorn out, the elephant is like, "Oh God, ah!" And the mouse is just in the back going, yeah, take it all, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember that. Oh, Jesus, that's so stupid. I, I don't know if that was one of Aesop's dirtiest jokes or how that works, but uh, <laughs> I think I mixed up a couple things. But you know where I'm going with it. You said, <laughs> yeah, I get the point. <laughs> oh, God. Like when you're in the early days of smoking weed and everybody just re- started remembering those kind of jokes, those were good yeah. times. Like, like everybody's remembered the dumbest jokes. Oh my god! Like just in a, just That's hot cool. boxing in a car and everybody listening off stupid mm-hmm. jokes. I yeah. miss that man. Yeah, and then when you ran out of street jokes, then you start uh, reciting your favorite funniest movie lines. Oh That's, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the comedy of the masses. I mean, it's like you're stoned. You don't have a house to go to. You just hot box in a car in a parking lot. Simple times, buddy. Simple times. Dude, um, you know what I watched the other day that I haven't seen in 25 years? Hmm. L.A. Story with Steve Martin. You seen that? Oh, that holds up. I forgot how silly and absurd it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember the main plot and the story and stuff, but I don't remember how absurdist some of the, uh, the, the, the physical gags and stuff or the jokes were great. Living here, too. Like, now that you live here and you're like, oh, all mm-hmm. these jokes. <laughs> like, lining up to be mugged. 
Yeah, yeah, the muggers at the ATM. The one that really got me hard was the um, uh, when he's on the freeway. I don't know if he's on the 10 or the 101 or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was the first day of spring, and he realizes it's the first day of spring. And he goes, oh, man, it's open season, first day of spring. And then everybody, <laughs> every, all the motorists just pulled out guns and started shooting at each other. <laughs> it was just every motorist had a gun. <laughs> And just they were. It was just the wild west. And then, like, cut to the next scene. It's just like walking into work. Like, oh, oh, yeah. boy, that was a crazy commute. <laughs> was that the one where Woody Harrelson was the yes weatherman? Or no, Woody yeah. Harrelson was his boss. Uh, and he was the weatherman. He's like, it's gonna be sunny. Just pre-tape the weather. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. And he got fired because he did that. But man, so, those jokes were just ridiculously funny. Did, That's that Steve Martin man. Did we That's, talk? Uh, did we ever talk about My Blue Heaven? I don't think so. Is that the one where he played? He was in the uh, witness protection. He, he's program? a gangster in the witness protection yeah. program. And then somebody pointed out that it was basically, if you watch it, like it's a sequel to Goodfellas. And no. that if that's Henry Hill's character after he goes into witness <laughs> protection, <laughs> like the movie on its own, is great. It's one of the few movies I showed Rachel where she's like, that's a good movie. I'm like, finally, I fucking won under my belt. I keep striking uh-huh. out. I keep striking out with 80s comedies that turn out are just very problematic. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Some I turn, of I'm them like, don't hold nah, up. Nah, this will be funny. And it's just got like tits for no reason every 10 minutes. I'm like, ah, it's back when <laughs> boobs are more funny than they were horny. Uh, yeah. But uh, My Blue Heaven Ooh, if just a little release from this shitty, shitty time, and we're all stuck in anyway, let me uh, let me throw you a Steve Martin, Rick Moranis, and uh, Joan Cusack pulling up the... Uh, love Joan Cusack. Her, I love her. She's she, so underrated. She always gets stuck being the square and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and she uh, and nails it as, as the square in this one. But, oh, my blue heaven. Go, go get it. I, uh... Because, uh, like, in, in my uh, avoidance the last four days of trying to be like, all right, I know things are shitty. Uh, the one night I'm like, all right, I got, I'm going to get, like, wicked high, and I'm going to watch. And I'm, I hope it don't sound like too much of a burnout pointing out that I got high before I did something. But I don't, I never really did it that much before the pandemic. Because I, I, if I'm out at a show being social, I can't smoke weed. And then I get yeah. home, I'm like, oh, it's time to go to bed anyway. I got home late. But now it's like I got free time and no obligations, mm-hmm. and I don't have to like interact, so I'm gonna get stoned. Uh, <laughs> which shit, man? Like you want to talk about? Oh, how is this essential business? But churches aren't because fuck your church. That's why. Because I pay taxes on my weed. <laughs> pay taxes on your church, and then we're fine. Yeah, I good pay point. taxes on my weed. You want to give? You want to? You want to go to church? You pay taxes on your fucking church. But anyway, so I'm still angry. Um, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'll watch a scary movie. I'll watch my conspiracy movies. I'm like, I can't. I tried to watch one that somebody recommended. I think we talked about it. It was like the ex-stuntman that was playing. Like, no. So I watched. Yeah, Out of the Shadows or whatever. I'll get back to it. And I'm sure there's going to be like a fraction of a percent where I'm like, well, that's an interesting point. I do think that uh, the, the the idea of a uh, undercover pedophile ring exists in Hollywood. Yeah, that's that's believable. I think mm-hmm. we need more believable sources. Yeah, 
but I feel like that's a that's something we should dive into. Although it's hard to just be silly when it's about uh, the exploitation of children. Yeah, this guy thinks he's fought, he got in a six gun shootout with a with an alien in the wild west. Oh, go to town! Hey, you know, this guy's a billionaire that uh, just uh, funneled children for the presidents to fuck. Kind of harder to make fun of, to be honest. Tbh. Yeah. You seen that yet? Do you dip into that uh, Epstein doc? No, what's the Epstein doc? Well, it's on Netflix. It's a series about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, I think you I, know. Uh, I think I was about to, and I'm like, man, I, everything's weird enough as it is, and I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I was having a hard enough time trying to separate my own well being from information. You know? Yeah. So I did not watch that. So what I did watch, I watched Catch Every Wave, the Laird Hamilton documentary, Big Wave Surfer. Right. As you okay. know, Dave, I uh, I really see myself in a lot of these big wave surfers. I really. Absolutely. I really, the way they tow into uh, walls mm-hmm. of water the size of skyscrapers, I'm like, wow, oh, you know what? Uh-huh. That's a lot like trying a new joke. It's uh, it's brave. Yeah. It's a, a, a big consequence, you know. If, if, you, mm-hmm. if they miss it, they die. Same with comedy. Dangerous. The premise didn't yeah. work. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So silence. Uh, <laughs> silence. Same thing. Very quiet. <laughs> Being pummeled into the reef of the uh, audience disapproving of your joke. <laughs> I feel socially uncomfortable. But uh, now it's like I like all those kind of things like like the, 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 the individuals versus themselves or individual versus nature type sports. And especially when it's not just uh like, oh, a long-distance runner is just like, oh, I failed because I tripped and then I hurt my ankle. Like This yeah. is like life or death consequences to a thing you're pulled towards. And I'm fascinated with that mentality. So I watched that, yeah. and that was a, just as far as taking your mind off of all the bullshit in the world, it's a good one. And then I watched mm-hmm. the uh, Beastie Boys documentary. How was that? Dude, I'm like, nobody needs... I don't think anybody needs more of a reason to love the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. But if you did, you just watch the documentary. I got turned off when I saw it was like in a live setting. I wasn't. Like I they were like. I thought it was going to be more of a documentary style, like clips and this yeah. and that. And I, but it was just it was what I needed because between the Laird Hamilton one and the Beastie Boys one, it was about just. People that were like, you know what, I'm going to do this thing at Mm -hmm. the expense of other parts of life or how maybe I might be expected to live by my peers and my loved ones. I need to do this. And so that part about like, you know, you do comedy when it's good, but don't forget, we've got to do comedy when it sucks, too. And so that part and. And just them talking about how, you know, they got big with license to ill and fight for your right and how they were like making fun of party bros. But then because Mm -hmm. it got popular, they became party bros Mm -hmm. and then just ditched that entirely and basically went into obscurity with Paul's boutique. But that was great because that was the moment like, oh, we had this grandeur and success and it didn't do anything for us. The, the mm-hmm. actual happiness we need is to create something we're proud of and are excited to do. And that, yeah. ooh, man, that is a strong message of, yeah, of, uh, of, of uh, 
visible or physical or tangible success versus what actual happiness is. Mm-hmm. So it was a good, it, it's good, man. I'll say that it's I did want, I thought it was going to be like, yeah, the in-depth thing, but there's still plenty of old footage. They cut away from the live part to the footage. Okay. And it's fun to just see, uh, you know, uh, Mike D and ad rock just kind of dick around. So, how well, did Rock, uh, Rock, the other dude Ad, die? That was Ad Rock, yeah. Was it Adam? Adam's the one that died? Uh, Mike D, Adam Yauk, and Adam Horowitz. Adam Yauk died. Adam Yauk, yeah. How, how did he pass away? Uh, he had cancer. Ah, that sucks. So, but, but it was really, it was a really great, like, they were, like, obviously very, uh, you know, gracious towards him, but just about... He he went off on this whole thing where he was explore you know going on walkabout in Nepal and 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 became mm-hmm. a Buddhist and was doing all this stuff for that cause. And I know everybody. Yeah, I never heard of Nepal till the Beastie Boys. Yeah, when well, they were doing that, all their stuff. Again, not Nepal, Tibet, Tibet. But like raising, using your using your 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 your, your stuff for good, you know. Mm-hmm. Raising awareness. Now you get a bunch of people going out. Even if it's like ah, if I wear this free Tibet shirt. It'll look cool because it looks like I know. Who gives a shit? You paid twenty dollars for it, and that twenty dollars went to the cause. Yeah. So fuck. Who gives a fuck? Who that? Whatever dipshit's wearing it. If you paid the money to buy the shirt, cool. Mm-hmm. Which I'll say right now: National Independent Venue Association and Save Our Stages. This is coming out too late because the vote will have happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. But you could probably still give there. It's uh. It's that's exactly what it is. National Independent Venue Association. It's a lot of places that we play, Dave. Yeah, and uh-huh. just, there's some vote going to uh, Congress. Well, it would have been yesterday. I think it's just funding for for uh, the arts and for independent venues. So more funding for independent venues, less funding for military equipment for police. Yeah. We've already lost some good ones. Uh, Three Kings in Denver, where we did our live Boogie Monsters. They uh, they went under. Three Kings went That's down. Sad. Yep, Three Red, Kings went Red down. Room in St. Louis went down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I haven't it heard uh, any other ones. Fuck, man. But it's like, what's gonna like? Yeah. Who's gonna go back there? It's empty. Mm-hmm. You know what's? What, I mean, who's who's sweeping in to take it then? That's the thing. Like, know. oh, the looting, looters, looters. How much did billionaires make in the last yeah. three months? Yeah. How much more did billionaires make in the last three months? Tell me about a fucking Target store. <coughs> yeah. Anyway. Hey man, we're at an hour. I don't know if I got too much more happy stuff. Do you eat anything good? Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm cooking right now? You know, well, what, you I know got what? On the stove? Wait, can I ask something different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Did you eat anything sad? Cuz you you always treat yourself good with food and you were so upset uh-huh. about the barbecue last yeah. week. Did you have a did you strike out? I feel like that's the interesting story. Did you strike out at all this week? No, no, I had a good week food-wise. Okay. Me, most meals. Yeah. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. No, I had a good week. Uh, last night, I roasted a pork shoulder. Uh, don't have my own smoker anymore. 
so I, <laughs> I'm uh, restricted to the oven. But I roasted a big ass pork shoulder and I made uh, pulled pork sandwiches with a brioche bun. And uh, the ro- I mean, now it's not smoked pulled pork. It's not. That's my favorite thing in the world. But uh, it's about as good as you're going to get a pulled pork sandwich uh, without smoking. Was it a little more pork. wet? But it, um, yeah, I incorporated a little sauce into it after the fact and, and some of that grease. And, oh, it's so moist. And with that, uh, with that bun and a little raw onion, a little, little pickle, oh, boy, good times. But today I took the leftover pork, and right now, as we speak on the stove, I got a big old pot of Brunswick stew. You ever had Brunswick stew? No, but it makes me think of uh, bowling balls, which is gross. I think of little little <laughs> shot glasses of stew being created in the finger holes of a bowling ball, and I'm a bit put off right now, Dave. <laughs> oh, mine's got a Band-Aid in it. Yum. <laughs> Oh my god! Can I, can I tell you real quick a bit that never yeah. worked about how we're like everybody thinks it's gross that prostitutes uh, exist, but then we just go bowling, and the whole idea was that like <laughs> I've seen people. I, I don't know where I was. It wasn't like a fingering joke, but it was just the idea like you put part of your body in a prostitute and it's dirty. But I've seen people just straight up like 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 bowl a six and then just eat nachos with the same hand. Uh, and then we're going to be gross that, like, ooh, prostitutes are dirty. Bowling is a pastime. <coughs> anyway, oh another God. joke that maybe we'll get working <laughs> what, once this uh, pandemic's over and you can see the final oh. form. Oh, my God. It's about, where, it's about uh, where you're allowed to put your body parts that are deemed acceptable and unacceptable. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah, true, true. Um, Brunswick stew, real quick. The best way to describe it is like a barbecue stew. Um, okay. There's some debate whether it started in Brunswick, Georgia, or Brunswick County, Virginia. Regardless, it's huge in the South at barbecue restaurants. It's it's one of the go-to sides at a good barbecue joint. But um, yeah, uh, crushed tomatoes, corn, lima beans. And pork and chicken all stewing together with some nice spices. I throw a little Worcestershire in there, uh, smoked paprika, salt, pepper, mm-hmm. um, some uh, roasted and pureed uh, uh, roasted uh, onions and garlic. And uh, oh boy, but yeah, just think of a porky, tomatoey barbecue stew, and it is so damn good. And I haven't had it in years because you just you really only find it in the southeast. Um, but yeah, I had all that extra pork. So uh, right now, man, I got a nice Brunswick stew uh, in the Dutch oven. You need to you um, need to get down and start feeding the protesters, man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I probably should. Yeah, there's something I could do. If you still had the van, just get down there and like try get get. I don't want your van getting well. You don't have a van anymore. I don't want you getting tumulted. Yeah. But uh, get out there and be like, hey, but I gotta eat. It's rough out there. Get some food. <laughs> get some good food in you. Yeah, maybe that's some maybe that's something I can do to uh get active rather than just sitting around complaining. Protest meals. But, uh, there's so, I mean there's always something you can do even if it's like throwing 5 bucks at a cause. Mhm. Something to something to like kind of just pat your anger on the back a little bit and be like we'll be all right, you mm-hmm. know. <clears throat> mhm. That does sound good. That sounds like good. So, so you, you eat it straight, you put it on a you, like piece of bread you dip in it. 
Uh, I'm going to make some cornbread, <gasps> and then I'm going to serve it over steamed white rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Man. It's good stuff. Good, good stuff. So, next time you're in the South, well, you can't do it, but if you ever get back on the meat train, i got to get you. Uh, man, I've been seeing some stuff that... <laughs> I don't want, you know what? I don't want to break edge. I feel like that is a tipping point for so much other shit. Not that yeah. just more mentally, I'd be like, well, there's the one thing you stuck with. And now you, now you, now, now the gates are open. Yeah. So, I'm already <laughs> drinking too much. I don't know if I got a gout flare up again. My foot's been hurting, but it's also cause I, I got bike rides in. <clears throat> so I don't know if that's like overuse after not doing shit, but so I'm hoping got it's a new helmet, out. by the way. Did you did get a helmet? Got a new helmet. Well, Katie got it for me. Uh, just surprising me once again with bike gear. But uh, yeah, the helmet you gave me, I loved it. But it's just a tad too small. And uh, but yeah, now I got one that fits nice. And the strap will reach. And uh, all I got to do now is swap out the seat. I got that new seat that's supposed to be a lot more comfortable. But I haven't swapped that out yet. Yeah. But uh, once I do that, it's game on, man. Nothing stopping me. You know, other than my own health and and will willingness to be. <laughs> hey, look, you know what? I'm I'm no I'm no personal trainer or motivator, but it starts with just a ride around the block. <clears throat> it starts with like, oh man, this is fun. I went around the yep. block. Forget about what other people. Yep. Forget about anybody else. I I think about when I started mountain biking. I just saw mountain biking because <clears throat> I was hiking. I'm like, that looks cool. I'm going to get a mountain bike, and I did. I didn't know mm-hmm. anybody else that did it, and I would go and just get. You know, however little bit up the trail I could and back, and a little bit more, and I would see all the dudes and their gear just flying by. And it's, it's, I mean, well, I'm never going to do that. And it's just, I just got excited about my little bit of uh, my my little bit of progress that I know I made myself. Yeah, good for you. That's awesome, man. Anything's more than I, nothing. There's your first step towards progress. Is you did more than mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> so. Let me let me throw a comic of the week out there real quick. Um, right. may, this 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 works. This fits pretty well. Uh, when the world is this crazy and people are this angry, this it's not a comic. It's a TV show, and I'm a huge fan of the show, and I'm a huge fan of these guys, and it's just such the perfect ant- antidote. I almost said anecdote. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect short story. That's that's boring and irrelevant. Um, no, it's the perfect antidote to uh, all the chaos that's going on in the world. If you want to get stoned, sit back and watch a sweet, hilarious, unique little comedy show. Uh, the Dress Up Gang. Hell yeah, I knew that's you what watch- you were going to say. I <laughs> love The Dress Up Gang, and I love those guys. Uh, it's Donnie Devanian. It's Corey Lukasik. Uh, their buddy Rob Boardman is behind the scenes directing. Uh, a lot of our pals are in this show. Frankie Quinones, Brent Weinbach, Christian DeGay, uh, uh, Kevin Kamia. Just a great, great, stupid, silly little show. And uh, is it, uh, isn't, is it Andy McDowell? Andy McDowell is in it, yes. Uh, DeBorge is in it, DeBorge Brown. Uh, just a great crew of comedic actors that they've got. Uh Originally, it was supposed to be on TBS. By the way, okay, here we go. Uh, last week, TBS had a 14-hour Big Bang Theory marathon. 
Yeah, let's not green light the boogie monster or the dress up gang, but let's play more, more Big Bang Theory. That's what we need, TBS. Thanks for nothing. Uh, what's like? I, remember what I was bitching about before? What's popular isn't what's good, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they shot ten episodes, um, and the way they do it, uh, it's it's a lot like the Adult Swim shows, where a thirty minute block will have two small episodes. Mm-hmm. So they shot uh, twenty small episodes, equating to ten regular episodes. And uh, for whatever reason, TBS didn't want to air it, but they finally and they shot this thing like two years ago. But they finally decided to put it on their TBS app. So if you have cable, you have satellite, whatever, you can download the TBS app on your Roku or your Apple TV or your whatever. Uh, get that TBS app, and you can find the Dress Up Gang. Um, also, there's I don't know all the details, but I guess YouTube has their own uh, pay service, YouTube TV, uh, separate from just regular traditional YouTube. But you can do a, a two-week free trial uh, of YouTube TV, and the Dress Up Gang is available on there as well. And uh, it's just such a sweet, stupid, funny little comedy i don't even know how to describe it almost like um almost like an after school special like it's, it's got that real wholesome innocent quality to it yeah but, it's, uh, it's there's, got there's a weird so much subtlety it's got a, it's got, yeah. it's got a tone to it that's kind of it, yeah and it's it is a you're right it is a good antidote to what's going on because it's just mm-hmm. and, and, and it, it is, is one of those shows like <clears throat> i'll watch it like everybody that's in it i'm like oh shit yeah oh that dude oh hell yeah like I'm just yeah. I'm like oh, I'm so glad all these all these people are in it. These are all great, yeah. great people. It's that it's that whole Bay Area crew. Yeah. You know, most of most everybody on the show is from the uh, the Bay Area. A lot of those guys started up there. Weinbach and mm-hmm. Donnie and 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 all those those folks. Uh, Frankie, I think, is from up there. Um, but yeah, it's just so silly. It's Frankie uh, Quinone is also known as Creeper. Creeper. God, <laughs> so stupid and so funny. I love Frankie. Creeper. He's dude. Frankie played the will turn based off of his popularity with Creeper. Fuck yeah! Like that's just one of our dumb little buddies who's now playing theaters because he went viral and good for him. What a what a sweet and funny dude Frankie is. Um, but yeah, guys, check out the Dress Up Gang. I can't recommend it enough. It is just so weird and so silly and so funny and uh, just yeah, it, it's it's a nice palate cleanser for all the uh, bullshit that's uh, uh, all up in our face uh, the last couple of weeks. Woo, yeah. Good one. That's a good That's a good recommendation for right now, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, I really love it. Like, I mean, seriously. I, and I, I'm not just being biased. Like, if I didn't even know these guys, like, this is the kind of stuff I want to see on TV. This is the kind of stuff I want to consume. And, uh, man, they, they hit the nail on the head, so... Check it out, the Dress Up Gang, uh, the TBS app, and the YouTube TV. Uh, and they got old, uh, the, their old sketches are on U- regular YouTube, too. Um, but yeah, support those guys. It's great to see uh, really good folks and really funny people uh, Check getting a shot out. at doing something cool. Young Sheldon on uh, CBS. Check out mm-hmm. Young Sheldon. Get yourself yeah. a Subway sandwich. Get yourself a nice <laughs> cold cut combo and watch Young Sheldon. If uh, you have no taste and have never thought beyond uh, your own personal realm. Young Sheldon, sponsored by Subway Sandwiches and uh, 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 beating off to just the idea of boobs. (laughs) All right, I got to go eat some stew. Yeah, you do. All right, buddy. All right. 
All right, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully, we'll both be in better moods. <laughs> Kick it on it, man. <laughs> the Boogie Monster.